Is TikTok creating dangerous trends for pet owners? Is it affecting our pet's behavior? This week, we're going to talk about some of the things that we don't like out there on social media and how it may be harming our pets. This week on the Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And over the past couple of years, we have continually sounded an alarm that some of the stuff we're seeing that's trending on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook might just be harmful to pets. Well, this week we're going to talk about a trend, a challenge that we think you need to know about, we need to get in front of, and we need to understand that this could be affecting adversely the pets that we love. But before we get into that important conversation, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And Becky, you know, and the Viewfinder family knows, I'm not a big TikToker. Like, I think a lot of it is kind of silly and fun. Maybe not fun, but fun to some people. But I don't pay attention, but you do pay attention, along with my wife, Laura. (laughs) And there's a trend, a challenge thing that's going around that you thought we needed to talk about today. Well, you know what? First of all, the majority of us are on Reels and, and TikTok, and it is truly like a black hole. Like it is awful. I'm I'm interested in the psychology of why we just sit and stare at other people's, you know, thirty second clips of their lives um, and feel so endlessly entertained. But over the years, as social media has evolved, I've seen like a lot of these challenges that involve pets. And like you'll remember, a few years ago, there was like the scare your cat with a cucumber yeah, challenge. Yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like no, it. No, right? We and I, I think we, and we talked, talked about, about it. it. We did. Yeah. And so you know, recently, I've seen a new one coming up on social media that is bark at your dog and see what they do. Wait, what? Literally, bark at your dog, see what they do. Okay, and that's a challenge? It's, well, I don't know if you call it a challenge, but you take your, a video of it. And it's funny. I am not going to lie, right? Like, these dogs like are like, ooh, what? Huh? Huh? But then I kind of, being the person that I am in, in the industry, started to think, like, a lot of these dogs immediately go whale-eyed. Well, so first of all, let me, let me rewind right, this. Right, The dogs are almost always, the ones that I've seen, sitting on the couch with their owner, eye level, face-to-face. So the bark at your mm. dog and see what they do, they're barking in their dog's face. Um, and the ones that I've seen are like Dobermans, uh, lots of little pitties, some rotties. But they're generally like big dogs. And the proximity in which they're barking in their face is the first thing that makes me kind of nervous. Sure. And then they they show the video reaction, which is usually the dog gets, like, kind of worked up, right? And it's cute, right? Because they're, like, pouncing all around, and they're like, what was that? And so I think from a non-behavior standpoint, you're like, oh, my gosh, look, that's so funny. But when I start looking at the dog, the body behavior, the first thing that I notice is whale eyes. In most of the videos that I've seen, immediately after the bark, the dog gets, like, whale-eyed. And I only know this as a sign of stress in dogs. And so sure. I, I really started to get, like, are we – jeopardizing the mental health um, or at the very least risking really, really bad behavior in our pets through these challenges that we think are so funny with a lack of understanding about animal body language. And and, and Becky, I agree with everything you just said there. And I've got to, first of all, admit viewfinders, I have not seen this. I I, look, it's just not my, my game. And honestly, I find that scrolling endlessly on these social media feeds leaves me feeling depressed and inferior more times than not. So I, I, I got to tell you guys, I really don't do a lot on the socials. Uh, and I, I know probably I should if I wanted to be branded and all that stuff, but I don't. Uh, and I don't want to. So 
what I hear this, Becky, is kind of like, well, wait a second. Why don't we do a challenge where like you reach across from your partner or your kids, smack them in the face and see their reaction like this. This seems borderline abusive and it certainly is threatening to the dog. So, right. A hundred percent. And again, I think that this is kind of ongoing where. It's about entertainment for people, and and it does. It, it is funny to see our pets' reactions, and I also think the more we are anthropomorphizing our pets, the more we kind of think this is funny and want to see their reactions to things. But I am afraid that you know we're we're putting our again our pets' health at risk, and also just sort of tr- teaching people to not sort of respect that space for pets. Um, and I, I, like, I think we're we're asking people to do kind of dumb things at our pets' expenses. Right. And that that's really where, you know, we've we've done a couple of podcasts where we've talked about some of the damage that social media, you know, can do, right? So if 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 people are giving bad advice for feeding or medical treatment or whatever, vaccinations, then that can be harmful. But this also, I think, rises to that level, Becky, at least in my opinion. And again, you know, I apologize for being so ignorant on this, but you know, wow, this is kind of shocking because I get it. Like ninety-nine percent of the time, probably everybody laughs and is entertained, but one percent the time somebody's going to get bitten in the face and probably 50% of the time the dog is freaked out and that's just not a kind compassionate caring way to be a pet parent well and it's not funny I think that's the other thing that if it was like not to scare your dog by barking in their face would have a very different reaction right like if we put in the feeling so so I guess pulling this all together why are we talking about it right we have continually I I mean we could both retire if we had a dollar for every time we said we need to get in front of things like this (laughs) and so I think like when your staff is in the back you're on your break and you're flipping through a TikTok challenge and you see or you know flipping through your social medias and you see a challenge or you know one of these trends that say do this thing with your pet please like this is 100% the kind of thing you should be getting on your own social media and talking about you know get your clinic accounts get your clinic emails up and going and say hey we noticed this thing um we want to explain to you why we don't like this right and, and if you find just to be clear like the, i draw a clear distinction like there was a, a some kind of milk crate challenge that was going around a few months ago. And basically people would stack up these milk crates and they'd try to climb up on top of them. They were falling down, getting horrifically injured in many instances, and it was funny, right? Now, I didn't get all up in arms over that because I'm like, well, these people of their own volition and free will are subjecting themselves to a stupid thing, okay? So if you want to knock yourself out trying to climb up milk crates and whatever, knock yourself out. But the dog doesn't have a say in it, right? This would be like scaring your baby. Again, I want to know if you, if you find there's, there may be a TikTok challenge out there to scare the crap out of your baby. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and if so, somebody needs to alert the authorities. And I feel the same way about this. And look, maybe that's just because I'm, maybe I'm just too invested in animal welfare. But Becky, this just seems like an awful idea. And I love your suggestion of if you see this instead of just scrolling past it, you know, maybe put something on your own social media saying, guys, please don't do this. This is harmful. This is injurious. This this could really cause some some long-term effects for your dog. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's really the point. I think that's why it's important. Okay, you guys, we're not sitting here being like Karen and Ken and just being mad because people are barking <laughs> right. at their dog or putting a cucumber behind their cat and like, oh, what's the harm? It scares them. You know, if I scare, personally, I'm kind of for scaring the babies. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of a great idea. Um, no, they'll, no, no, They'll bounce back and they'll no. teach, teach them character. But for our poor pets, it's, 
it, it creates a massive amount of confusion, I think. And we have to think about the relationship that we've built with our pet this whole time, the rules that we've we've made, the boundaries we've drawn. And then all of a sudden we just sort of spring this crazy thing. You know, like if my husband walked up out of nowhere and barked in my face, I probably would punch him. So you can't be surprised. Like, I'm just going to have a reaction. So like... My, my fear is, and it's like you said, kids are going to do this. Dog's going to bite somebody in the face. They're going to get – like, this isn't funny to me. Right. Um, and causing these emotional confusions for our pet. But then I guess, I guess Ernie, where do we draw the line, right? Right. It, because it, what is it – is it mean to fake throw the tennis ball and trick your dog? Is it – is the Kinda. challenge where you put yourself behind a blanket and then you drop it and you're not there and confuse your dog? Um, there's another one going around where, you know, sit next to your dog and call their name and see what they do. Act like you can't see them. And I I am very, I, I guess I just want some feedback from our listeners. I want to talk to our listeners. I want our behavioral folks to talk to us and tell us, what do we think about this? Because to me, creating confusion in the presence of a of an animal that needs that requires consistency for behavioral security is maybe not the best idea. But we've seen things, you know, pass out, see what your dog does, pretend you're crying, see what your dog does, all of these things. When is it harmful and when is it funny? Yeah, and I think this one crosses the line because it's a potential threatening gesture. It's an action that a dog perceives as intimidating in most instances. I mean, if another dog walks up to your dog and just barks at it, (laughs) It kind of, the first response that dog's going to be is, okay, I need to protect myself. This could be a threat. So I, like, that's where this one draw, I I draw the line on this one from like, you know, the I'm disappearing behind the covers, that kind of stuff. Like that, that's not, that doesn't bother me as much or the flopping down and acting like, but, but again, you know, here's Becky, you mentioned something that I want to expand on just a little bit. And that is the the reality is with domestic animals, and we're going to speak in the context of dogs and cats, we have taken a wild animal and through tens of thousands of years have said, said, you're going to have to be conditioned to live within our rules, within our world. And so they've done a pretty good job, right? And as you mentioned, most of these dogs are on the couch, in the bed. They're like assimilating into human life. And then suddenly we throw a monkey wrench going, you know, right in their face. And they're like, wait a second, dude, I thought you said I was supposed to sit quietly here and watch TV with you. And now you're doing this this threatening thing. Wait, am I supposed to be a dog now or, or what? And honestly, I guess it's funny if, if the dog acts terrified, like my guess is most of the people that are like, it's so funny. Look at the way he freaked out. You know, yeah. it's not funny if it bites you back. Yeah. Well, and and that's exactly right. Right. Like it, we think it's funny because they have this emotional reaction, but the justification, the understanding, the complete circle isn't necessarily there on their end, I guess. And I and so to me, I think that it it, it is causing confusion. Um and I don't think it's safe and I don't think it's fair. And I think more and more of these trends are going to come along. And so, again, I think it's really important for us in the veterinary space to kind of get in front of these things, to talk to our clients about these things um, and and to, to teach. There is a whole lot of behavioral body language going on in these videos that you could use for great examples. Your own compilation that says wide eye, really scared, ears back, face tense, 
all of these things that we see happen to these these pets in the moments where they're being subjected to these emotions. Well, that is a great tip. So if you're out there and have a behavior interest or an expert, then there might be a wealth of, of resources here. So these are great tools. That's a great suggestion, Becky, by the way. So thanks for that. I'm going to definitely check these out. The other thing, too, is that, you know, we hear a lot about the psychological damage that social media can have, especially on like developing uh, humans, right? So if you're in middle school, we know that it can really wreck it. And look, I've got two daughters that came up in the age of Instagram and TikTok, and I can tell you firsthand that is a struggle. And now they're at college, and it's still a struggle, right? I mean, whether it's body image, whether it's whether it's just behavior in general, whether it's you know feeling inadequate due to dress or or abilities. I mean, come on, guys, it's it can be harmful. So we talk a lot about that, but we don't talk about what we're discussing today, which is okay. This can actually harm the human animal bond, and so we. Think think that this is a topic that does deserve more conversation and we need to say okay look maybe maybe social media is becoming harmful in a way that we didn't anticipate i could not have guessed that this would happen, Becky. I mean, this, you know, to me, it's 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 amazing that this is out there. The other thing, too, is there's so much potential for good. I mean, Becky and my wife uh, both have bought the little dog buttons that you teach your dog to talk, right? Yes. From TikTok, right? So there's a person out there, a speech language pathologist, which that's Laura's training by background. So she keeps up with a lot of the SLP stuff. Uh, but, but Becky, you know, like that's a power of good, right? That can help. I love that. But I don't like these trends. Scary no. animal. I don't like. Well, and that's exactly right. We're, how do we help educate our clients on the good train, the good and the bad? Um, and just to just to kind of reference what you're talking about, if you guys haven't seen it, um, the the it's an Instagram account called Hunger for Words. The dog's name is Stella, and the speech pathologist taught her to literally talk to her through buttons. Um, which I think is amazing. My dog has eight of them. I've taught her zero. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. To be fair, I bought them right before her TPLOs, and I decided right. that we didn't need to add that on top of everything else. But, um, and you can buy these. It's uh, talking pet starter sets. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them, I'm sure, on like Chewy or whatever. And then there's a book that she also wrote called How Stella Learned to Talk. So you just kind of want to give credit where credit is due on that one. And I think. If we could drive our clients to more constructive accounts, more constructive training, because there are a lot of really great ones out there, too. Yeah, there are a lot yeah. of really great dog trainers on there who do great explanations. There's a lot of really fun tricks and a lot of really fun games you can teach your dog or cat or lizard. I don't care what you have. They all have brains and, and they are all food motivated in some way. So I would like for our listeners to 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 take their social media time and to to sort out the good from the bad and to maybe maybe you can have a spot on your web page it's like social media do's and don'ts social media good guys versus bad guys something like that where they can learn what makes a good social media account to learn from and one that could potentially be teaching bad habits inform them about the trends that could be dangerous and why they're dangerous and they shouldn't do them we i have said this a million times already we live in the most educated client owning time i think we've ever had and they want information and so if we're providing them information that is not just what but why i think a lot of our clients will listen but also really appreciate that yeah, and one thing too to and I love that that is a great suggestion Becky by the way to do's and don'ts, good and bad. I love that. But the other thing too that I think we need to be aware of is that these platforms are targeting a younger pet parent, right? Or maybe they don't even have pets yet, but maybe they just live with a pet, right? Maybe they're middle schooler at home. So 
are we shaping the attitudes of a, an entire generation towards harmful actions and habits, right? I mean, and, and look, look, guys, I, I, I love what Becky said. We're not trying to be Karens and Kens up here, you know, judging all this stuff. We're just saying, look, this is potentially disturbing for me, for, for sure. So what about that young person who thinks this is fun and they want to participate in a social game with their friends and it's actually causing harm? They don't know any better because, Becky, at the outset, I'm sure there's tons of people that are listening going, come like you said earlier, like, come on, I'm just barking at my dog. It's funny. Yeah. Well, again, you know, slap your kid in the face. It's kind of funny. Like, they don't leave a mark, right? They didn't bleed. <laughs> and yeah. they'll, they'll get over it. I, I just, I don't see it that way. And again, I think that if we're going to be stewards of animal welfare, this is one of those issues that we need to take uh, into account. And the other thing too, Becky, is the barrier to entry of this is very simple. You just bark, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so like as opposed to Stella and teaching your dog to press buttons to communicate, that's a lot of work. The barrier yeah. to entry there is high. So few people will do that. Uh, but this is the kind of thing that goes viral quickly. It's like that cucumber thing with cats that really did bother me because cats are already a behavior landmine for humans. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We go, okay, I'm going to throw this monkey wrench at my cat and see how they behave. And then we wonder why they urinate on our bed. <laughs> well, exactly. And and kind of going back to what you said about this new generation, you know, we have already seen, I think about even just in my dad's lifetime. So, you know, when my dad talks about having a dog as a kid, it was always a dog that lived out back. It was usually just tied up to a dog house and it ate whatever they ate for dinner. It was scraps. Literally, sure. that's what the dog ate. No heartworm, no flea, no nothing, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That was the dog. And then now we have this generation of like, Papusa wearing, you know, um, leaving our dogs in our wills, um, doggy day spa, dog, I mean, you name it, right? Like we are in a really heightened, again, anthropomorphized pet ownership state. So I feel that some of these quote unquote challenges or some of these, they're, they're, they're dangerously bridging gaps to where we, we are going to continue to see behavioral problems, I think, when we aren't differentiating um, people from animals, like we we get into this space where I think our pets are no longer differentiated, and in, in it can cause issues. It can cause dangerous outcomes for our dogs and cats that are dogs and cats. Like that's what they are, and it can be an enrichment issue. It can be a husbandry issue that can lead to mental and emotional health. And you can say, well, I take them to the spa every week, and she's got the best life, but maybe she just really needs to go chase a ball and and have a natural behavior. So my fear is just sort of that, no, I don't want you to tie your dog outside to a doghouse. They don't need to be that much of a quote-unquote dog. But as these types of things tap into the emotional space of our pets, um, I think we are kind of making making a dangerous move toward losing the, the husbandry and the behavioral and the enrichment focus that we should be having for healthy pets, such as these talking buttons. And, you know, Becky, one thing, too, as we're having this conversation today, I just want to throw this out to the viewfinders. And the fact is that, is this an extension of other bad behaviors? You remember when when kids started going back to school after the pandemic and there were all these trends and 
challenges and whatever where they would go and like destroy stuff in the school bathrooms, right? You remember this? I yeah. mean, this, yeah. this was an issue in our area. So you would act out and then laugh. And then there was this other trend where you would do things that were, you know, sort of uh, offensive to your teacher and kids would be videotaping it and put that as a challenge, right? So is this an extension of that kind of behavior? I mean, are, is there, is it becoming now sort of normalized to, to behave badly? <sighs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, th- we see all of these videos where people are doing insane things for 10 to 15 seconds of fame and they're dangerous and they die. I mean, like literally we see people yeah. dying, you know, trying to do these things with video to be impressive. So I personally think like, yeah, we we are crossing into dangerous territory um, in – I think that there are – lines, but it takes education and expertise to understand those lines. And we're just throwing them out there to anybody in a 30 second clip. And um, I think we're setting pets and people up really bad here, which is why we're talking about it. It is. And and getting back to that. So so the other what's what's amazing to me are the parallels between that student challenge. So there was a bunch of this that happened in our local community. And uh, on the news, they had, you know, some of the depositions of the the kids that were arrested. I mean, I don't know what the final verdict was on them, but they arrested these kids, right? And one of them was like, you know, it's just for fun. I mean, I just knocked over the um, the paper towel dispensers. They were ripping them off the the walls in the bathrooms, and they're like, oh, yeah. "I didn't, hurt, it didn't hurt anybody, right?" And couldn't you apply that same argument to the barking in your dog's face unexpectedly, right? Right. Yeah, because if you don't understand the consequences, that's right. the thing, right? You don't understand the consequences because you have clearly never had to fill a hole in a wall right. and then sand it and paint it, which is super hard. Um, it never looks the same. Uh, so you've never had to experience the consequences. And that's the thing, right? Like if you've been bitten in the face by a dog, I bet you don't think this challenge is very funny at all. Um, right, I don't. Right. I bet you don't think having a dog three inches from your face and then making a, a somewhat aggressive maneuver toward them is funny at all because you've had your face bitten off um so if you don't understand and haven't lived out the consequences you know and and i you know we've got these younger generations you know you you think you're invincible that's all part of it we all went through that but we went through it with a time where you were only as dumb as the circle of your friends you know and so (laughs) now there's a million of those people now there's a million dumb people telling you what to do and that's so dangerous so um, yeah, and it feels like now we're dragging our pets down with us, I guess. Wow. And, you know, as we end today's conversation, Becky, one thing, too, I'd, I'd like to just to posit this out there. Imagine an alternate universe where your dog now has a TikTok account and they're doing a TikTok challenge. The, so the challenge is you're sitting on the couch next to your human and you just suddenly lunge at them, snap in their face and record their reaction. Right. I mean, that's that's what we're dealing with here, right? Now, well, right. <laughs> it doesn't sound funny, right? But but the reality is, to the dog, it's not funny. I don't know. I mean, you know, viewfinders. I mean, we love having these conversations with you because we think there's a broader context, right? We think that the challenge is just one little minor facet of a much larger issue. And again, we've talked about human behaviors that maybe aren't appropriate or healthy. And now we're talking about animals, you know, and and we think this is a trend. I mean, Becky, if this was getting better, right, after the cucumber cat thing, if this had gone away, I'd say, okay, you know what, we're making positive progress. But the reality is, uh-uh, it seems to be getting worse, in my opinion. I mean, this this is, a again, a disturbing trend that that, as Becky always says, we've got to get in front of. 
Sure. And and I think they are getting bigger and worse because, again, we're always going for a bigger reaction, right? Like that's that is the nature of our society. And that's what all of these quote unquote challenges are about is upping the ante. You know, it went from like an ice bucket challenge for charity yeah. to Tide Pods and cinnamon and dangerously hot peppers. I, I, I just can't, one, make sense of that, but two... I, I can't disagree with you when I when I think that these things are going to continue. They are going to escalate. And yeah. it, the only way to stop it is something bad happens. That's the thing. And and so as long as these continue this way, and they will, education is going to be the most important thing. Yeah. And, and you know, speaking of the, the hot chilies and stuff, I, I did run across this. I don't think it was a challenge like this we're talking about today, but where you would give your dog very unusual, spicy, hot foods uh, to to videotape their reaction. And again, you know, that's just that not only is it just bad behavior for yeah. you as a human, but, you know, there are potential toxic consequences because, you know, they were like putting chili peppers and onions and garlic. And so, you know, I mean, there's somebody's going to somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, and I, I think it just brings back that golden rule. If you wouldn't want it done to you, don't do it to someone or anyone else. I pers- I personally don't like to be scared. And I think that's kind of the other thing is some people think it's funny to be scared. I don't think it's funny. Like, I don't personally enjoy that. My sister loves to scare people. She loves to be scared. That's what they do in their house, not me. So I think your sense of, like, the sense of humor that you have as well, like, oh, I like to be scared. So somebody else or my dog or whatever, like, it, it, it's funny. Right. Um, That's a good point because we're apply, we're anthropomorphizing our likes and dislikes. Right. So, oh, I like being scared. I love a right. good horror movie. I think it's funny. Right. My right. dog, he would love it too. And it's like, yes. no, 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 not so well, fast. And, and there is many TikTok challenges and social media challenges out there. You know, there's a whole uh, a whole account where they have these confetti bombs and it's a, a, a husband and wife and they just they they're just confetti bombing each other all the time. Um, scaring, popping out. They, this is how they live their life. and um, But they're choosing to do that. So I They're get choosing that. to do that. Right. right. So, but as we put it out there in social media, I think other people get this idea. And I think more than anything, we just like don't think about where other people are coming from. We don't make a habit of meeting other people where they are. Like same with it. We're not thinking about how our pets will feel when we do this. So we're doing this impulsive thing that looks like fun that we're, we visually see in a reel over and over and over again with a positive or funny outcome. So we that apply that to our situation. But we are also bringing other people into that with us, and, and that's not fair. And again, that's kind of the pet thing. If you have a pet who loves to be scared and, uh, you know, they think it's funny and you guys play hide and seek and it's a joke and, and they're conditioned to it, okay, fine. Sure, bark in their sure. face. It'll be fine. But if your dog is seven years old and you've never barked in their face before, <laughs> oh like, th- why is that funny? Oh, man, my old dog, Harry, he would, this would freak him out. Well, viewfinders, what are you seeing out there? Are there some trends that you think we need to know about that are good and positive and helpful? Are there other trends that you think are potentially damaging and harmful? We really want to hear from you. Have you taught your dog to talk using Stella's buttons? We want to see what they say. We're working on it. Teach them to say we love Becky and Ernie at Veterinary yes. Viewfinder. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Veterinary Viewfinder and over on Twitter at Vet Viewfinder. That's right, guys. And as we are quickly approaching the holidays, we want you guys to be safe. Uh, we know this is a busy, busy time of year, so we appreciate you having this conversation. Hopefully it took away some of the stress of the Christmas and holiday rush and surges and clients and illnesses that we're seeing. So, you know, hey, we gave you something a little different to talk about today. Check them out on all these things on the on the TikToks out there, Becky. Until next week, guys, we will talk at you again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
still can't believe they do this. This is. Did you 